It's like a void of black. There's a portal over here. Hey, spooky bitches. It's Savannah. And Jerica. And Birdie. And welcome back to Violent Delights. <laughs> That's not- 100% going to be on there. Oops. <laughs> what is my stuff? Oh. That's okay. I love it. Yeah, we're all just chilling here, drinking our coffee, yeah, late like, the evening. Yeah. Long day of work, need coffee to stay awake. Eating yeah. our nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love nuts. Salty nuts. <laughs> Big old salty nuts. <laughs> Consent, though, of course. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. So for this week's episode, we decided that it would be really fun to kind of jump into some really interesting and fun conspiracy theories. Nothing that is going to be, I guess, you know, out there or to, you know, keep people too divided. Something right. like September or 11th or yeah. things like that. We wanted to keep it just fun and kind of lighthearted. So this week, I think we're going to start with Birdie. Mm-hmm. What did you bring us? All right, guys. So this is the conspiracy theory of... Mattress firm. Sources on this, um, NPR.org, businessinsider.com. There's a really good podcast on this um, called Brought to You By. And then um, Reddit, which is maybe not so legit, but oh my God, I love oh, Reddit. Yeah. I use Reddit for mine. I do too. It's, nice. like, it's just, it's a treasure trove. If you oh, yeah. have a good afternoon to just deep dive into anything. <laughs> I made an account today because I was like, I need to bookmark these. I need to save them. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> so good. So Mattress Firm, a little bit of history on it, was founded in Houston, Texas on July 4th, 1986. Uh, Mattress Firm has over 3,600 locations in every U.S. state. That makes up roughly 22% of all physical bedding stores in the U.S. Hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole lot. There's almost a one-to-one ratio of bed stores in America as there are to Starbucks locations. What? Yeah, which is an insane concept because you get Starbucks all the time. How often do you see, like, a 16-year-old girl walking around with a mattress taking photos? <laughs> um all this begs the question, though, who shops at Mattress Firm? Like, have you ever been inside of one? No. I yeah. have not. I don't think so either. No. I bought my, I, we just bought a new mattress over Christmas break, and I bought it online. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it was the easiest thing to do. I have it delivered anyway, so like. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk to Plus, people. I especially... just find it weird, like, to go, I, like, I can't picture myself going into a mattress store and, like, laying down on I know. the mattress. Like, with a salesperson, like, watching you and they're asking you, like, how you feel. Like, that doesn't... Why don't you turn me. and twist? Like, no thank you, <laughs> sir. Yeah, try it out. Yeah. Um, what do you want me to do, sleep? Or right. Or... All these questions were asked on a Reddit thread, what conspiracy theory do you 100% buy into and why? The user Crazy Potato posted uh, the now wildly popular theory, is Mattress Firm a money laundering front? Oh, shit. Yeah. They were quoted saying, Mattress Firm is some giant money laundering scheme. They're fucking everywhere and always empty. There's no way there's such demand for mattresses. So there are three major legs to this conspiracy theory. The first one is, how do they stay open if you never see anyone there? Mm -hmm. Uh, The second one is, why are there so many locations? Right? And usually, like, I feel like they're probably in pretty close proximity. They are. You can't really have that many options of mattress. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, 
you're not going to have one on this street and one on that street with different items in them. Like, right. They're well, all going to have pretty much the same relative product. And most of their inventory should be housed in a warehouse off-site, so yeah, they I would have to have, that. like, one model of every... Yeah. It, it just... And especially because they're always, like, situated in, like, shopping centers or, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere, like... It's not, like, a standalone huge, like, warehouse building. It's just... Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and the third is the bizarre personal experiences from people who have tried to buy from Mattress Firm. They're all over the internet. Really? Okay, um, so now, like, this I really haven't... I've heard a little bit about the other stuff, but this, not at all. So, so in Googling this, Mattress Firm has actually done a pretty good PR job to kind of come and, and clean up. Um, the first page of Google is actually all... Um, directed towards the Mattress Firm website, which not surprisingly is the nicer, prettier, you know, Paul in Saskatchewan really helped me. (laughs) This was great. It's the best purchase of my life. Right. And unfortunately, the original Reddit thread has been deleted, Mm -hmm. which you should not delete conspiracy theory threads. Especially like when if it's circles back a couple years and I like on Reddit where it's like two years ago or one year ago. It's <laughs> Me like, too. Oh, this is still going on. Something else is new well, happened. And this first popped up I think in 2016. So that it's still not that old. No, yeah. it's not. But for whatever reason, it was deleted. There are some other ones out there now. People have asked the repeated question. So going back to point number one, have you ever heard of somebody going into Mattress Firm or seeing a crowded Mattress Firm on President's Day? Like their big holiday. Yeah. No. You always see the you always see the ads for them though. Right. But I've never seen anybody actually go into and I see no. them everywhere. Why does it seem like there are more mattress firm locations than there are Best Buys? Because I buy a TV more often than I buy a new mattress. Yeah. True, like usually like a mattress is a long term investment. Like that's not yeah. something you replace like every, you know, couple of months. It's also like, a right. huge like a huge investment, like money wise. Like, right. Yeah. It, you're looking you at a couple out, like, of grand. Yeah, you shell out a big bunch. Right and away. they used to say you should replace it every ten years. Now they're saying every like eight to six years, but that's just a bump revenue. There's actually been no study showing hmm. any marked difference between a ten year old mattress yeah. and a six year old mattress. Yeah. So, if you're only buying it every 10 years, how are they making money? One explanation on this is that mattresses are so overinflated in price that the store only has to sell a few a month to maintain a profit. I don't really buy into that. Used car lots have a similar model, and actually a lot of other retailers do. But, you know, used car lots go out of their way to pull in customers to look at cars, and they seem to have so much more foot traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Any retail office seems to have so much more foot traffic. In Austin, Texas alone, there are 25 locations. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're not a large city. No, we're not. And um, do you, how, like, close are they together? Several are in the same shopping center. I knew it. So you'll. I have seen that. There's one actually. Oh, no, I got a map. Like, thing, like, there's oh, yeah. literally one on one side of the street and one in the other, mm-hmm. like, next to the post office and then next to Target. I'm like, the domain has three. Oh, my God. What? Who is going to the domain to buy these? Yeah. So, I think it'd be fun if we had a, a drinking game that every time you see a mattress firm, you drink. <gasps> Unless you're driving. Yeah, yeah right. Then you Don't can't drink. drink. So, in 2016, a mattress firm was bought by a South African company called Steinhoff International for $3.8 billion. Dollars. What? what the fuck? That billion is billion dollars. Billion dollars. That is twice the value of the company. That's wild. Billion dollars. I can't. 2016, uh, even before the buyout, Mattress Firm had actually 
filed for bankruptcy. So that even begs the question even more of why we, you would pay... What year was that? Uh, it's 2016. Oh, my God. That's actually when this theory came out, too. Mm-hmm. So... Hmm. A big year for Mattress Firm. Yeah. And again, it was bought for twice its value. Um, that blows my mind. Yeah. Right. That's when online competitors started really yeah. showing up. Yeah. So, And you'd think they would monopolize because they have so many. Like, you're that, like, worth that much. Clearly, you're right. in demand of something. Right. So even at that time, there was major speculation as to why Stanhoff would grossly overpay for an acquisition, uh, acquisition, <laughs> especially when Mattressford had just declared bankruptcy. Uh, Steinhoff, it turns out, has actually been under investigation for years and is now allegedly on the brink of being convicted of financial fraud. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it kind of... currently under investigation? Yeah. So it kind of is a true conspiracy theory. Damn. On December 5th, 2017, the CEO, Marcus Jotzi, okay, resigned (laughs) from the company after announcing possible accounting irregularities, which to me sounds like laundering. Mm -hmm. A lot like laundering. Especially because, like... Especially because I don't really know what laundering is. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, mm, if you're worth so much money and you're, like, running business, don't you think you would be good at bookkeeping? You would think. Right. Or knowing what an asset is worth when yeah. you buy it for mm-hmm. twice the value. And especially when you're putting billions into it. Right. <laughs> Unless it was a good front for money laundering. Uh-huh. And it had been an effective front. Uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers investigation requested by Steinhoff reported in March 2019 that a small group of Steinhoff uh, group former executives and non-Steinhoff executives led by senior management structure implemented various transactions over a number of years, which resulted in in inflating the profit and asset values of Steinhoff group. So yeah, they cooked the books. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, fancy way of saying that. Okay, so leg number two. Adding fuel to the conspiracy fire is that There are just so many numbers of the mattress form stores, and their locations are so tightly knit. They're often found within less than one square mile of each other and can be found in some crazy expensive real estate. For example, there are 43 mattress form locations in Manhattan, New York. Wow. Some of the most expensive real estate in the entire world. Like, the Upper East Side has three. Jeez. Nobody has a car you know on the Upper East Side. Yeah, you know damn well that, and like you couldn't see them delivering a fucking mattress. And, Absolutely like, not. Downtown set for bitch. How like, many people are gonna walk up that fucking all those stairs? Write us in if you have ever seen a mattress firm truck delivering a mattress in the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah, I would actually. I would love to know. Yeah, if take a picture. Have ever seen anybody or heard of anybody actually purchasing a mattress from mattress firm? Right. Or if you did, buy it from them. Tell us what kind of shady shit happened. Oh, 100%. So, despite the lack of customers and the unreal brick-and-mortar costs, Mattress Firm has reported a stable revenue of around $3.3 billion a year for the last four years. Jeez. Yeah. And 2007... Wait, wait, wait. After you just said that, didn't they file for fucking bankruptcy? They did, but then they got bought out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Something shady happened. 100%. Alleged that two of its own employees in their real estate department were getting kickbacks for signing up locations that were more expensive than necessary. They defrauded the company out of a possible $40 million and over 800 stores. The executives filed a countersuit saying Mattress Firm knew all about this and even encouraged them to do it in order for them to cushion their own books. Money laundering. 
<laughs> the investigation is still pending. There are still countersuits going, but again, it's super shady boots. Damn, and yet this thing is still TikToking along. Absolutely. Business is always. Right. <laughs> so on the bizarre personnel experiences, there are countless stories online. Again, Mattress Firm has kind of done a good PR of hiding it. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they have on the Reddit, but <laughs> I mean, again, that disappeared. For a company who supposedly uses the commission model, their sales team almost seems to want you to get the fuck out of their stores. Several Redditors even went inside mattress firms to test their theories. One even stated, I popped into a mattress firm a while back and got the impression the salesperson had just Googled sales tactics. Before I walked in, because he had tried every dumb idea in the book, the markdown from inflation price trick, the time-based discount trick, this is the last one we have and the next generation won't have this price. Like, dude, I already know what I want and the price I want to pay for it. I just want to look around. As I was leaving, he said, you know, statistics show that if you walk out the door, you probably won't be right. Um, probably not, dude. You're probably right about that one. And there were countless other ones. I kind of want to do an experiment now mm-hmm. where we go into one and just kind of see. Because, again, if these people are making $13 an hour plus commission and you walk in and they're just kind of like, I guess, lay on a mattress and roll around a little bit and leave. Yeah. That doesn't really make any sense either. Yeah, that seems like they're way overpaid for what they're really doing. And also the fact that there's just so many in close proximity. Like, right. Can you imagine the amount of money they're putting into sales, like salespeople? For oh, them, yeah. That they're really, I can't see making a return on. Me either. And then for me personally, why I buy into this conspiracy theory is I used to live on the east side of Austin. About every three weeks, we would have Grappler Day where they'd put the big hook on uh, the garbage trucks and they would haul away like big items for you. Mm-hmm. You'd put your stuff out like two days before and you'd see neighbors running around like, <laughs> oh, I want that mirror. Or, oh, I want that chair. And we had one neighbor on the corner. Every single Grappler Day, he would have five to six mattresses stacked up in front of his yard. They looked new. They were like full to queen size. Mm. Didn't have stains or anything on them. They'd have like this nice little surgical cut on the seam. Nah, that would be about it. Concealing some shit. Yeah. So I I saw that. And then you later actually mentioned, Savannah, this conspiracy to me. And that's why I got invested in it is because like, oh no, shady stuff happens with mattresses. Mm-hmm. That is the mattress firm conspiracy theory. Damn. I'd never heard of that one. So, Jerrica, what do you think about it? Do you, would you think that it could be real, or do you feel like it's it's really far-fetched? Oh, 100%. I think 100% it could be, like, plausible. I've been inside of a Mervyn's. I've been inside of a Bell's. Yeah. Those have all still closed. You know I've never been inside of? Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm. Yeah. I've even been inside of Circuit City. Yeah. The fact that it comes out of Houston, which Houston has a history, especially with all the ports and with Galveston being in there, of having mob connections. I love that one. Thank you. So, Savannah. <laughs> yes. I believe you're up ne- next. I would like to hear what you have to say. Okay. So, there were a few different ones that I really wanted to cover, but I think the one I'm going to cover today is one that's actually a pretty popular conspiracy theory. Um, so, there's a lot of people that have probably already heard of it, and you guys probably have, but it is the Mandela Effect conspiracy Ooh, theory. Nice. I love this one. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Oh my gosh. I Let me tell you, I went into several rabbit holes with this and it's so much fun for me because just a lot of it, like, 
I kind of believe it, but then I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, but it's it's something that's not even that big of a deal. Like, it doesn't really affect us, like, long but it, term, it, you know? It makes you question. You're like, wait, did I remember that? No, I totally did, and this is why. But then mm-hmm. it makes you crazy when the other person's like, no, this is what I remember. And you're like, no! So, I don't know anything about this. What? <gasps> yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. I heard you and our tattoo artist, Dahlia, talking about it, and I purposely, like, stepped back, because I didn't want to hear anymore. I'm, ooh! Well, fucking yeah. buckle up. I'm ready. Okay. So, I'm going to give credit to Shane Dawson because Savannah here with a quick disclaimer. We know now, several months after our uh, recording of this episode, that Shane Dawson is pretty much garbage. So, we do not support him. However, we did need to credit him for this episode. Um, That's it. That's my disclaimer. All right. Bye. I like to listen to a lot of his conspiracy theory like YouTube series. I just feel like he has a really great way of talking about conspiracy theories and then like showing evidence for it and also bringing other people in who believe in the conspiracy theories that also provide evidence and everything like that. So what is the Mandela effect? It is when a lot of people have a memory of something but then look back at that memory and it never actually happened or it happened completely different. So, um, it can also be known as the false memory syndrome. This term was coined by a lady called Fiona Broom back in 2009. And the origins come from when a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison back in the 1980s. So much so that people can actually remember the actual event, it being broadcasted all over the news, newspapers, like people remember very specifically hearing about him passing away in prison. So he actually didn't die in prison in the 1980s. He died on December 5th, 2013. And this was what really confused a lot of people because here we are in 2013. It's They're going to their down. friends and saying like, I swear I heard he died before. Like, could I, am I, like, this doesn't seem right. And I mean, like, it was a collective amount, like, a pretty large group of people who were like, I don't feel like... So was it another political death and they just confused the two? Like, maybe Mahatma No, but here's what I find really interesting. There's actually... It's so, like, widely believed that he had died in prison before in the 1980s. But there is actually a book called The English Alive, published on October 1st of 1991. And inside the book... There's a quote that says, Nelson Mandela died on the 23rd of July, 1991. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people consider this as evidence that he did die, but somehow the past was changed and our memory was altered. (gasps) I love time theory. So yeah. So that's another popular theory about the Mandela effect. Some of the theories are that what is actually happening is that we have switched to another parallel universe. And so we may remember something that happened, but we have then switched to another universe. Oh, like Rick and Morty style. Like we fucked up one world. Yeah, pretty much. Jump over. Pretty much. So some people also attribute this to possibly like the butterfly effect. Because Ugh. some people believe that time travel is going to happen. I just got so, yeah. my, my tight, my like chest got tight. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this gives me so much anxiety because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. My brain can't go there yet. Right. <laughs> so like some people like truly are like time travel. It's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's when. Right. So some people think that maybe time traveling is happening and somebody is going back in the past, even Shit. though maybe they're just altering something really tiny and significant. 
it's causing all these kind of like glitches in our memory of little things that really don't make a big difference to us. So I remember years ago hearing the theory that for each choice and decision you make, it splits off into a new universe Uh where both of those choices live independently. Mm -hmm. So like if you chose to drink orange juice over water one day, the universe literally split and then it's living. And because there are so many choices made every day, it's getting less and less stable. And that's kind of what this reminds me of, which I love too, because mm-hmm. like things could be colliding. Like you said, time travel. I like, I love this. Oh, yeah. So another popular theory, and this one was my favorite, not because like I believed it more than the others, but just because I think it's fun. Remember back in 1999. Mm-hmm. When Y2K was around the corner. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we were all prepared pretty much for the end of the world, right? <laughs> like, 2000 was going to come. We couldn't, like, process it. <laughs> we were all going to die. And I remember being, like, a teenager and even, like, a, a little... Or I wasn't a teenager quite yet. But, I mean, I remember it being such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And... I felt very, like unequipped because I realized like I probably should know more but I don't and I can right. tell that everyone's kind of on edge by it but it's like one of those things where it's like I don't even remember how old I yeah. was at that time like your world's but not I, changing I was much. like mm, I'm still like a middle school kid yeah so all I was doing was, age I was hanging out with my friend that night um for New Year's and we we're just probably listening to a lot of Britney Spears and like singing <laughs> I mean so a lot of people theorize that the world actually did end in 2000. Great. And so we then jumped over. <laughs> we then, at that point, jumped over to another dimension. And that's why some of these memories aren't really, hmm. like, what we thought they were. And then the world ended again in another very popular year that everyone thought the world was going to end, which was in 2012. So... Right? I know, right? Like, maybe all those times that people are like, the world is going to end. What if it really is ending? But we're actually just, like, switching dimensions every time. Anyways, I just thought that one was fun. That was fun. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I want to go through a list of pretty popular Mandela effects. Oh! And kind of get your guys' reaction to them. (laughs) Can I I answer first? Because I haven't heard any of these. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, the very first one that I think is the most popular one was there was this cartoon back in, like, the, I think it was, like, the late 80s, early 90s. I think I know what you're talking about. And it's, like, um, of some bears that were cartoons. Family? Yes. Do you remember the name of that family? The Berenstein Bears. You agree? Yeah. So, it was not actually Berenstein. Berenstein. Bears. Berenstein. Not Berenstein. I know it's so little. Like this and the dyslexic. That doesn't count. <laughs> no. It, it's, people really believe that they were called the Berenstein and not Berenstein. So how is it spelled? It's actually spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Berenstein. No, n- not me. Mm-hmm. No, there's no huh. way. So a Reddit user looked in their garage and found a really old tape, like a VHS tape. You know, the ones where they have like the little like stickers and stuff Mm -hmm. on them and stuff like that. So on the front of the actual VHS tape, it says Baron Stain Bears. Huh. But what he found weird was that when he pulled the VHS out of the actual like little cardboard pockets they come in, Mm -hmm. the side of the sticker said Baron Stain Bears. (gasps) So they're both So, again, somebody posted on Reddit that they believe that this is actual evidence that our our memory was altered. Someone fucked up. Did you know that Michael Sarah 
um, originally did the voice of the brother on Bernstein Bears? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, but I like fact. that's an interesting fact. Oh Here is another one. So there was a popular TV show um, about four women living in New York City. Oh, okay. Um, and they had a lot of intercourse. <laughs> okay, what was that show called? Sex in the City. Sex in the City, yeah. Yeah. It was not. It was called Sex and the City. I said and. Oh, I thought you said and. <laughs> okay. No, so the only reason I know that is because I was just watching The Circle, and that was one of the questions on The Circle. Oh, really? That terrible show on oh, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> and the girl got it wrong because she said sex in, or the guy pretending to be a girl got it wrong. Oh, yeah. Because he said sex in the city. Otherwise, I would have said that. Oh, my God. It's called Sex and the City. But a lot of people swear up and down that it was called Sex in the City. So much so that people have actually dug up old, uh, like, memorabilia that they had bought a long time ago when the show was really popular. Mm -hmm. Like, stuff that they bought, like, directly from, like, fan clubs and things like that. Like, wine glasses or makeup bags or t-shirts. And that memorabilia has sex in the city on it. So, again, people are like, mm, is this evidence, evidence that it was oh, sex yeah. in the city and not sex and the city? Sex in the city makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than sex and. Right? Okay, now here's another one. And this isn't just, so the Mandela effect doesn't just affect things that, like, you see with your eyes. Like, you think something is spelled one way, but it's not. But it can also be audio. So, for example... <laughs> in the movie Snow White, one of the most popular lines in the entire cartoon is by the wicked, I guess, stepmom, right? Yeah. So, what does she say when she's looking at the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? What do you think she says? Yeah. So she never actually says mirror, mirror on the wall. She says magic mirror on the wall. Bitch. Who's the fairest of them all? And that's true. I did actually watch that scene, and that's Stop. exactly what she says. But again, famous quotes everywhere saying mirror, mirror on the wall. Right. Like, I mean, like, famous, like, stuff that's, like, on... <laughs> Jerk is ready to fight. I know, right? Like, that's just... You, I, I have no proof against it. Here's, yeah. Here's, I'm mad that there's, like, reason that you can watch it. And I know I'm like, that's what, what blows my mind is you can go back and like watch like little clips of like video Damn. or like go back and like look at this stuff and like <sighs> so Forrest Gump one. is another one. Did you ever hear the Forrest Gump one? No, I've never heard of this one. Okay, again, another extremely famous line from this movie is about chocolates. Oh, life's black box chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Yep. Yep. I is agree. that what he said? Yeah. You think? Okay. I agree. Apparently not. <laughs> Are we right? Are we wrong? So the actual line is, life was like a box of chocolates. Not is a box. Life is like a box of chocolates. <sighs> that one's like not as big because it's just basically semantics. Yeah. 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 Okay. But a lot of people are like, no, they swear it says life is like a box of chocolates. Huh. I'm sure huh. it's written different too. This one blew my mind more than that one because I can kind of see how that one could get switched up a little bit. But in Star Wars... The famous line in that movie is, Luke, I am your father. I know, I, so I know this one. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So he never actually says, 
Luke, I am your father, he actually says, he doesn't say Luke at all. He says, no, I am the father. Yeah. As he's, like, speaking to Luke. What? And so what's crazy about this is the guy who actually played Darth Vader in the movie during interviews back when he was, like, doing promotions for the movie, he was actually quoting, Luke, I am your father. Because that's how he remembers, like, saying it. So even he's, like... That's not what I said in the movie, but then they go back and watch it, and he's like, oh, yeah. So, again, you know, there's... Time loop. Mm Mm-hmm. Checks out. Help. Help. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so the next one is not an audio one, but it's, um, it's like a famous, like, cleaning product that makes your, your room smell really good if you have, like, a really stinky room. No, Febreze. Oh. How is Febreze spelled? F-E-B-R-E-E-Z? F-R-E-E. Yeah. It was never actually spelled F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. It's always been spelled F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. So when you look at the logo, that's what throws me off the most Hmm. because I very specifically remember it being spelled B-R-E-E-Z-E. In my head, I can see it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not too easy. Fight me, Febreze. Literally, fight me. (laughs) Also, (sighs) Oscar Mayer Wieners. Right? Uh-huh. Wieners. I was in an Oscar Mayer Wiener commercial when I was in Illinois. No, you were not! Because we did, like, one of their little contests where they could get the Wienermobile to our school. How, I don't do, how are we, we just not. hearing about this? I'm actually, like, a She is full of surprises. Do you know how yeah. much stuff we learned about Joseph being in that, Joseph's stepdad being in that terrible oh my horror God, yeah. movie or film, whatever so it was? So Joseph is Jerrica's oh, yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, it's just to let you guys know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you're full of surprises. You are. So... Oscar Mayer. How do you spell Oscar Mayer? O S C A R M M A Y E R. Yeah, you guys are actually right. Okay, cool. A lot of people have it in the jingle. A lot of people swear to God that it is spelled M E Y E R, and they'll even sing the jingle to that. Okay, Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. a very popular, like iconic cartoon. What do you typically remember him wearing? Like, get specific. Like little. Red shorts, mm-hmm. white gloves. Okay. Yellow shoes. Yellow shoes. Okay. Yeah. Buttons. And buttons, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you, like, he's not wearing a shirt, but is he wearing anything? And I think in the first cartoon, wasn't he wearing a hat? No hat. Okay. No, yeah, I literally was like naked top and then red shorts that come up a little bit higher. So, does he have suspenders or no suspenders? No. No. Okay, you guys are right. People swear he has suspenders so much so that if you go on specific sites to buy, like, Mickey Mouse, like, merchandise, a lot of the drawings and stuff, like, people interpret him with little suspenders on. Like, little red suspenders attached to his shorts. I guess that makes sense, because... He didn't have a belt on. Yeah. No. And the, what are the buttons buttoning? Like, exactly, because that that's right. why I think people are like, because they see the buttons. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, here's another popular cereal called Fruit Loops. Oh, fuck yeah. How is Fruit Loops spelled? F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. What do you think it's spelled like? Yeah, no, I'll go with that. Okay. You guys, again, are right. Which is weird because a lot of people are like, no, it's spelled fruit. Like, the real way to spell fruit. F-R- No, I distinctly remember, like, I'm pretty sure there Mm -hmm. was, like, little Fruit Loops as the O's. Yeah. Well, because they had the toucan looking at them. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You're absolutely right. 
Chick-fil-A. How do you spell Chick-fil-A? Oh, shit. Uh, C-H-I-C-A-F-I-L? Yeah, and then dash A. Dash A, yeah. What, how do you spell it? I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with that, too. Okay, so C, did you say C-H-I-C-F-I-L-A? Yeah, I had an extra A in the middle, but. Okay, no, I, I knew where you were going with Chick-fil-A. that. Chick-fil-A. So, right? Okay, I very specifically remember it being spelled chick, like, without the C-K at the end, right? Yeah. Like, it was misspelled Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. Or even with a K, I, like, vaguely remember, like, like a K. So that's actually correct. It's with a K? Yes. I do not Wait, remember it. that. Spell it, spell it. So the actual spelling is C-H-I-C-K-F-L-I-F-I-L-A. But I remember Chick being misspelled. Me yeah. too. I think I thought of it was like C-H-I-K and then Philae. Another one is a popular chocolate candy called Kit Kat. So... Envision Kit Kat right now, mm-hmm. like the actual bar of candy. Uh-huh. How is it spelled? K I T K A T. Yeah. Kit Kat. Is there a dash or no dash? Yeah, there's a dash in between. Mm-hmm. There is? Yeah. There's no dash. God damn it. I literally ate one today. I'm pissed. <laughs> I know. I, I had to look this one up because I was like, there's always been a dash in between You're Kit lying. Kat. There's not. What? I looked it up. I was like, there's no way. I hate this. Okay. I thought you were about to tell us that it was, like, kick cack. Or, you know, something No, it's not. A bunch of E's. I picked ones that are just, like, it's, like, stupid stuff, but it's, like, just, like, a little bit. Just slightly enough. Yeah. 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 So, okay, guys. um, A very popular board game we all played growing up, Monopoly. Hell yeah. Describe Mm. the Monopoly guy and what he is wearing to a T. Like, as, as descriptive as you can get. Um, It's, like, a white man with a top hat. Big white mustache, I think. Um, he was bald. Um, he was wearing like a black overcoat and black mm-hmm. pants. Any any little accessories? Cane. Almost like the little the Peanut Man. Leather. Yeah, but without the monocle. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember him with the monocle? Mm-mm. No. Damn it! <laughs> he yeah. Most people remember him with the monocle, I which they, I did. It's probably the Pringles. <laughs> yeah, we're like subconsciously thinking Pringles guy. Yeah, I remember him with the monocle, and like so much so that so many people will like remember him with the monocle that again memorabilia or stuff like that sold with you know like the monopoly character on it yeah he has the monocle on i was like i was thinking like the mcdonald's like uh monopoly that they used to do or whatever you know back in the day like i wonder um i'm pretty like vaguely remember like him having a monocle on those like cups and shit when they would do that so did you guys ever watch i love lucy yeah Mm -hmm. okay so her husband desi had a famous catchphrase and what was the catchphrase? Do you guys remember? Lucy. Lucy. Gotham splaining to do. Yeah. Yeah. He never says that. Stop it. Oh. He, he never even has that catchphrase. What the fuck? He says Lucy a lot. He says Lucy, but he never ever has ever put the actual phrase together. Lucy, you have some, some splaining to do. Ever. Fucking stop it. Right? I can it blows my mind. hear it in my head. Where did that come from? Right? No, we just made it up, I think. What? Hmm. Okay. Two more. That's wild. Hannibal Lecter was very, very famous for saying the phrase, hello, Clarice, right? Uh-huh. You guys, do you remember that in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Very creepy, right? Like, when she first goes to greet him. Again, never says that. <gasps> Ever. You know what he says to her? What? Morning. Not even something close. Not even, like, 
huh, hi, good morning, like, or, you know, good morning, Clarice. Nope, he just says morning. So how did we all, like, collectively remember specifically him saying hello, Clarice? There had to be some famous, like, SNL skit or something that said that, that... There are plenty of people who reference it, but they specifically remember that, and, like, he was so famous for that, right? Yeah. Okay, the last one is one that I... I'm not going to be able to believe this unless I hear it for myself. So I kind of want to be able to play a clip of it and then okay. hear it with you guys. Okay. But Queen obviously had very, like, so many different hit songs. Mm-hmm. But one of their biggest hits was We Are the Champions, right? So how did that song go? Like, we are the champions, right? Yeah. I'm not singing. <laughs> okay. Not okay. I, I don't blame you. She should sing. Yeah. Jericho should sing. She's got a good voice. <laughs> Um, but a lot of people recall it being in the song somewhere says, we are the champions of the world, right? Mm-hmm. He never says that. Of the world. I, I, I where he I does. I realized that because I, what was that movie that just came, like the, um, they did the, the Freddie, White About Queen? Yeah, they did the Freddie Mercury one or whatever, mm-hmm. um, with Rami Malek in it. I think I was singing it in the credits and like, it didn't happen. I was like. Yeah, so... But I never thought to connect it like that. Oh, my I'm going to pause this real quick, and then I'm going to pull up the the actual song to see okay. if I can find okay. Okay. if it says that. And I'm going to play it really quickly so everybody can hear. And that's it. That is it. That just feels so unfinished to me. Right? Yeah. I wonder how that got started and circulated then. I think it might be part of, like, the background or something. So people just, like, thought that he had said it or something. Hmm. I don't know. But that's um what I have right now for the Mandela effect. I mean, there's a lot more out there, but those are the ones that I just found, like, really funny and interesting. So, yeah. That's it for the Mandela effect. Conspiracy theory do you have for us? Okay. So I wanted to, like, the same kind of thing you guys said. I wanted to avoid... Um, some of the more popular or, like, darker ones. And so I personally never heard of this, and I kind of wanted to dive more into it and then kind of talking to you guys a little bit about it. It seems like we, I have things that you don't know about, so it's going to be fun to kind of explore it all together um, and see what you guys think. So I have the Denver International Airport and how Ooh. it's, like, got all these, like, connections that are a little weird. Um, and so, like, leading off, a lot of these can be, like, debunked or, like, proven for whatever reason, but it's fun to kind of just throw them all out there because there are some pieces of every little bit that aren't quite explained or don't really have explanations. So, of course, you know, people are going to take it and run with it. So, you know, it's one of those crazy ones that, like, honestly, we don't really know. Probably not, most likely, but it is kind of fun to kind of, like, speculate. Oh, hell yeah, it's fun. So, some of the... It was built in 1995. It had a lot of conflicting dates, but um, after kind of reading more into it, um, shit, it was just, like, going awry, almost like Firefest. So... They kind of had a lot of delays, and so it was really, like, opened, actually, in 1995. Because there was, like, this little um, dedication mark I'll go into in a little bit. But it has, like, 1994 in it, on it. Like, March 1994. Oh, really? When it wasn't really actually opened until, like, a year later or something. Hmm. Because of, like, delays and shit. Um, it's 13,571 acres. Like, the, the airport property. And it's, like, the... Again, these are, like, conflicting things, but it's something about, like, the the largest in the U.S. with 13,000, 
571 acres. And then the next one comparable in size was 6,608 acres, which is in Dallas. Um, so that's like twice as big for this particular airport space. See, that's what I was going to ask you. Is I'm like, I don't really know how big airports are supposed to right, be. Right, and that's why I made sure to include that. Like the 6,000, like the biggest one in Dallas, and of course, like we're from Texas, so we can easily connect. Like Dallas is like overpowering with people so it makes sense that that would be where the biggest like airport is but it's number two and it's like half the size of this one in denver which is like wild to think about and i've been in the dallas airport and i hate it (laughs) so sorry if you're from dallas no they know (laughs) they all hate it (laughs) i hated that airport it was the worst one so there's tons of theories that are connected to it i'll just kind of list them and then i'll kind of go into each of the one um so that it's tied to, it's Freemason controlled with ties to the New World Order. And are you kind of familiar with that? Yeah. This is like government elites and pow- across the world. Right. Power, this like secret society. Um, and then of course there's like, the Freemasons are their own little wormhole of things. Illuminati. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Illuminati ties. Um, there's been like apocalyptic clues. There's like mur- mur- uh, murals in the airport that are really fucking weird. I'll go into those and show you pictures. Yes. Um, but like, that it it's basically um, an omen for the apocalypse within this like mural that's just painted in the middle of a fucking airport. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this really creepy ass demonic fucking uh, horse statue that like is the first thing you see when you go up to the airport and it's got glowing fucking red eyes. Yes, Literally, it is so like, creepy. Glowing it looks eyes, and they call oh, it. It's nicknamed it. Blucifer. I love it. Um, yeah. Um, there's like a bizarre architectural design of the building. It's like. Again, this huge, huge space, but it has this, like, underground network of tunnels that it's, like, over. I'll show you a picture of the runways, and I'll draw something and see what you guys tell me um, you see. But that's really strange, and, like, of course, people in aviation are like, this is the reason why the old airport this. It still doesn't negate the fact that it's in this particular, like, design, and you're like, why is that? Oh, quick interjection, too, about Lucifer. Did you know he killed his creator? Yes, I was going to go into it. Yeah, oh, yeah. you were? Okay, okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah, that was wild. I, again, I'd never heard anything about this, and I was just, like, blown away actually reading him. Um, and like I said before, just, like, the hidden bunkers and the tunnels that it's overlying. Okay, so the Freemason ties, I'll go into that first. So there's these strange markings found on the floors throughout the, the airport, uh-huh. and it's, like, well-known. Like, you're again, it's on the floor that is in the busiest part of the airport. And it's on, there's a symbol that's connected to the Freemasons um, on a dedication marker, like plaque, which is very clearly a Freemason um, symbol. But the actual markings on the floor actually like can be proven to be like Navajo language symbols. Hmm. Um, and then some of them also are like periodic table elements. Why? Symbol. That is so random. I don't know, but it's like... W- is it a gateway? <laughs> right? It's just, it's just like weird things. Again, it's like, yes, we proved that... It is not, you know, this alien language or whatever, but it is still on the floor, and why is it there, and what is, yeah, there's what a lot going the on purpose? there. Exactly, exactly. One of the theories, too, from it is that the, the, they symbolize a new strain of hepatitis that could be used for biological warfare. Okay. I was like, what? I Again, it didn't, people don't really go for that far into it, and right. I mean, I could have gone into ten wormholes alone with that, but... Yeah, I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, and yeah. there's apparently, you know, a couple of podcasts on it. Um, I didn't really look up and listen to them specifically just because I didn't want to go off too specifically on one. Right. I would be interested to see what some people who are, like, heavy into those conspiracy theories would have to actually say about, you know, like, evidence-wise. But, yeah, I thought that was really weird. A new strain for biological warfare, which is actually funny because one of the murals, there's, like, a 
a soldier with a gas yes. mask. So it's like, if I that can be connected, that. that's like a weird coincidence again. Mm. Just like random little tied connections throughout, which, I mean, again, which is why there's consp- conspiracy theories. But right. it's still... I mean, it's pretty interesting. Like, have you ever seen actual pictures of the mural? Yeah, I'll show yeah, Oh, there. you're going to show us? Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Oh, you've been there? Yeah, I've been See, there. See, I only went there really quickly, so I didn't get a chance to look around, but I really want to. I had never heard of it. It's, I was blowing my mind, like, reading all this stuff, and then, like, just how everything, again, like, just, like, little breadcrumbs throughout. It's really strange. So I mentioned the, the dedication marker that's outside front. It's actually houses a time capsule that's hmm. set to be opened in 2094. Um, some of the... Titus? <laughs> yes. Oh God. I, exactly. Some of the things that it says that are included are a credit card, a Colorado flag, the airport's opening day newspapers, like where they were in the article. Okay. Um, and just like other random little things. Hepatitis. Hepatitis. <laughs> but what's really interesting, and I'll show you a picture of the actual um, plaque itself. And I'll, there's like a G, um, with like little swords or whatever. And I looked up like Freemasons, and that's a very iconic like Freemason symbol. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense for, like, the masonry and the stonework and all of that, like, because that's what the plaque itself is. So that makes sense to me why there would be a Freemason symbol, like, on that specifically. But what's interesting, one of the depictions on it, it says, it mentions the New World Airport Commission Hmm. as the builder. And, like, you look into it and there's, it's like an architectural firm. So it's just weird because, like, New World... Again, like, connected to the New World Order and, again, connected to the Freemason. It's just, like, these little bitty things. And I'm sure there's, like, there's people out there who are like, no, this is exactly what it means. Like, by all means, say that. I just found what I could and this was really interesting to me. Yeah. It was just, like, a little piece. Again, like, why is this all connected? Why is... It's just too coincidental. I think some things are true. Some things may be, like, you know, fabricated, but... Again, like, there's so many theories we don't really know. Right. I totally agree. The picture of Lucifer. So creepy. Right? It's this massive-ass statue, too, and it's, like, the first thing you see. I love how they're, like, welcome to the Denver airport. This is, like, literally... (laughs) Right, and it's funny, because I I Googled, and there's, like, pictures of it in the daytime, but, like, this is the best version of it, having just, like, the black night sky with all the lights. So how did he kill his creator? Um, so actually a piece of the, the head, again, let me go through the specs of that, actually. That's a good point. So the statue itself, it killed his creator. The head broke off and severed an artery in his leg. Oh, awesome. It's 9,000 pounds and 32 feet tall. Damn, um, again, the glowing red word. eyes. And it's made of fiberglass. Oh, wow. Isn't that wild? Why do they have to include a wing? Why is it 32 fucking feet tall? <laughs> like, so many questions. Can we have a solid, like... really unnecessary. <laughs> right? And he has, like, weird veins. And I was reading things about, like, the specifics of the, the statue, and some people say it's the glowing red eyes is a symbolism for um, the uh, the four horsemen. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Of, yeah. The, of the... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Of the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which, again, like, there's, like, apocalyptic ties, and, you know, it's too... Uh, I don't wasn't, know. Wasn't Stephen King's The Stand? Didn't that take place yeah. in... Okay. Did it? I think it was... I think... I know it was Colorado somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to watch that again, because it's... Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is the the marker, like I said, and that's the Freemason symbol. Mm-hmm. So, I've never actually seen a Freemason symbol, so... I don't know any, like, I probably need to look that up for reference, but... Yeah, and we can, like, there's other ones, so we can include that, like, when we post and talk okay. about it. Yeah, yeah. There, it was really interesting to me, and I don't really know too much about the Freemasons, but I know mm-hmm. they have their own little, like, secret... <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe we need to do our own little episode of just, like, the Freemasons, because there was a lot of stuff on that. Okay, so I haven't talked about these yet, but again, it's one of the weird architecture things. There's fucking gar- gargoyles yes, in so suitcases, random. and they're, like, huge up on the wall, and they're, like, these iconic things, because yeah. why the fuck are these demonic things in 
uh, airport. So I love me some gargoyles. I think they're awesome, and it's cute that they're in little like um, suitcases <laughs> for like an airport, but, but also like, like again, why with this? Why? Can you yeah. imagine like this? I, we need to go to this airport because like these big ass gargoyles. You're fucking greeted by like Walmart style right. by a fucking thirty two foot glowing red eye. Well, it would it would make more sense in like Massachusetts where like the yeah, same witch and trials weird, like spooky. Or... Yeah, it's just like a lot of weird things. And again, I don't know if I said it, but. The property is ginormous. The building itself, I don't know, I don't think I saved a picture, but I'll show you guys. The the roof is like these peaks and it's supposed to rep- resemble like the Rocky Mountains. Oh, so there's okay. like white peaks when you look at the airport. And again, it's this massive ass airport in the middle mm-hmm. of fucking nowhere. Wow. There's grass around it everywhere, but it's ginormous. And then you walk in and there's all this weird stuff. And it's also like, ran- like it, it seems so disjointed. Yes, like, yeah. That's what it's. It's like a hodgepodge of random things, and again, it, it makes it more peculiar to me. Like, yeah. why are all it's these? It's not cohesive there? at all. Like, either stick with like the gas mask or like the weird yeah, demonic horses. Pick yes. a theme. You know, right? Okay, so I'm gonna go into now the murals. Yes. Um. So a couple, the thing about it, there's like these two iconic ones, but I couldn't really find how long they had been there because then there's some pictures with, like, different ones that are actually in safekeeping now, like, switched out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one picture in here that, like, was described a lot on, like, Reddit and stuff when I was searching. And, like, Google even had images of them, but it's all just, like, pictures of this, like, we, I said that the soldier with the gas mask on, mm-hmm. and, like, there's mm-hmm. children everywhere. So this is one of them, and it's got, like, children, and when you zoom into, like, different pictures, like, here, I think I have another picture. Okay, one. Main picture right here. Okay. This is the actual full-size picture, but this is, like, zoomed in on different ones. Like, look at this. This is a child sleeping, but it looks like it's fucking dead with, like, a broken neck. Okay, she absolutely looks dead. Yeah, And, like, she's coffin. in a coffin. Her arms are even crossed in a weird way. She's, She's holding flowers. flowers. There's a her. cross. There's coins for the ferryman. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Right? Okay, this one is creepy. That's, yeah, like the soldier, the sword, and again, like some people were talking about this is like the white dove being stabbed as like the symbolizing oh. of like losing peace and like the over overturning of like the white yeah. race. Like there were some dark ass theories in there about it. And then like all And the... there's like a child like sleeping underneath. I, I, you can zoom out on the bigger picture. Oh but... my gosh. Look. When you zoom into his one. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh, wow. He's all like... Like, look at this kid, like, sleeping on bricks or, like, what is that, kindling maybe? Fire? Yeah. And then all these bears. other people look like they're kind of, like, dead or sick or something. Yeah. Look at it, like, dead babies in her hand. Like, what the oh, fuck? What? Yeah. That's exactly what you want to see at the airport. Right. And, like, the artist, I read this thing and was, like, the artist was saying it's, like, supposed to symbolize that... You know, through all this, like, terror and warfare, the children are, like, sleeping through peace. So there's, like, hope at the end of the tunnel. And I'm like, who the fuck wants to see this death and destruction shit in the middle of a fucking airport? Yeah, right. that artist, I think, <laughs> might have taken a lot of acid. Yeah. I mean. Just give me, like, hotel room art. Right? Give me <laughs> geometrics. Give me landscapes. You know, the yeah. ones with, like, give the watercolor nice flowers? Den- yeah. yeah. Give me nice Denver scenery. Like, this one I was really it. cute, the other one. But even, like, it looks all peaceful and you know, all the rainbow colors oh. and then you look underneath. Like, what the fuck? And you have, like, the doves again. <laughs> yeah. And you have all these, like, joining of races. There's and... just so much to unpack But here. then, like, randomly, like, this fucking hammer... Wow. Wow. <laughs> right? And then, again, this is like baggage claim in an airport. Right. <laughs> like, no one likes to travel and you're already pissed off and stressed out, and then you, like, look at all these things, like the glowing fucking... I can't get over that horse. The glowing <laughs> red eyes. Blue's the first. Like, right? Blue's the first. I just wouldn't. <laughs> and he's murdered more people than I have. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's got a he's got a record. He's got street cred. Yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> also, like I said, there's a, this whole series of tunnels and things, and so ba- what it's used for is 
there's like a, a tram that goes between concourses. So they use a lot to get from, because again, this massive complex that so they use it a lot for getting one side to the other or, or whatever. Some people said online who had like previously worked there said it was like for storage, just like random, you know, not specific use uses right. for it. It's just like kind of there. It also, I read, includes this dud of a fucking baggage, automated baggage system. This thing was like, ridiculously expensive like you know something like two billion dollars they had put so much money into it and it was this whole thing and it was supposed to be automated and like cuts down on labor costs and it was supposed to be this you know pipe dream and fucking didn't work it caused the reason why it it delayed them opening was because this whole automated baggage system and so it's funny because it was a fuck ton of money they put into that it failed causing opening of the of the airport to be delayed but by 2005, most of the airport concourses stopped using it altogether. So it's this whole network of fucking automated system that just not used. It's huh. just still so there. So just wasted money. Yeah, and it's just kind of there. And so I was reading into some of the uh, weird occurrences because, again, people, this is supposed to be this weird hotbed of energy and it's supposed to be this, like, Freemason and New World Order, like, secret society headquarters and it's got all these things, you know, all these connections, like I mentioned, like Freemason symbols the symbols on the floor, all these weird occurrences. Some people connect it to aliens as the reason, you know. Some people, because again, it's in the middle, situated in the middle of nowhere. The right. space is, people are talking about how this space itself is used. There's like, there's grassy area around them and everyone's like, it's for farming, but like, think of like area fucking 51, so, you know. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah, I can pull up the complex. Okay, I would like to see it, please. Yeah, just all in like one piece. Yeah, right. and then just also, people are saying like there's little tracks or pathways and if it's just for farming, it wouldn't be, you know, these things that look very distinctly like tire marks between like, and people theorize that it's, you know, security and these people like going in between um, these, you know, house buildings. A larger picture of the, the <gasps> airport I itself. I immediately am getting vibes. Don't, I, don't should say, I comment? Don't say okay, it. I won't, don't I won't. say it. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Okay. So I, what I did... I pulled up the runway map mm. and I'm going to have you draw something on this map and I want you to connect. <laughs> it's a dick. Yes, always. <laughs> I want you to connect the lines. I love how she made us have an activity. The runway. So I want you to connect this runway to this, but like one continuous line. You want me to go? Yeah. Like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I want you to connect this runway to this runway. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I'm real white. I'm real blonde. What the fuck does this look like, guys? I it just made like a swastika. swastika. It looks like a fucking swastika. And so, of course, that sets off all kinds of fucking alarm bells. Right. Because I mean, it, Nazis. It, you know, yeah, devil's advocate, it was a Navajo symbol. I mean, it obviously, it can't ever be repurposed for anything else now. <laughs> right. But, but again, you said Navajo. What did I say the symbols of the things on the floor? Right. Like, it's like one of those things where it's like a weird connection, right? Right. What if there's an Indian burial ground? Dude. I, dude, they're everywhere. Yeah. And again, it's like people were saying it's like a hotbed of weird-ass energy. And again, you know people are gonna believe it some people are not whatever um it is what it is but it still doesn't change the fact that it's fucking weird it is yeah and it's now lot. it's like it's, it's a- also hard to argue with like math and symbols like yeah. that are so mathematic they have to be purposeful well and then they're being it's uh, one of the last things i'm gonna say it's like it's being like remodeled and um there's different things that they're adding on and it's funny because like the airport itself is now cashing in on the fact that it's so it's popular weird. with yeah cons- it's like um Roswell, you know, mm-hmm. um, they capitalize mm-hmm. on all of this shit 
because, I mean, it's such a hotbed for it. And so they have this, their construction signs, it's like, what are we, ma- what are we up to? And it's like, secretly building a lizard's people lair. Oh, you know, I don't like, like that. All the, it like, has all these things. It's like adding new restaurants and shopping. And then it's like the options are, this is what we're really doing. But then here are the other fun little pokes at the conspiracy theories. Right. And there's like little pictures of aliens beating down. And it's like, come, you know, it's like ad- for advertising different things. That right. for it. But it catches your eye and it plays off of this whole conspiracy theory. So they're leaning into it. Right. And so I mean, I, they might as well embrace I guess. it. Right. And so I kind of stumbled into Reddit. I don't know if I said my, um, the things I looked at. So I'm just going to say that again real quick. So hashtag don't sue us. Right. Um, Cite your sources. <laughs> but we, I will spend a lot on Reddit because it's conspiracy theory and right. that's what you do. Um, but a lot of those things I read were Mental Floss, um, Thrillist, Denver Post, and like I said, Reddit as well, um, were the most, I guess, in common sources that I used, so I, um, kept with those just to kind of help organize all of the chaos. Is the Denver International Airport Conspiracy Theory. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that was a fun Yeah, that was really fun. I'm, I'm glad that there were some things that you guys had heard of, but I, again, love the fact that it was visual, too, because that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have to post some of that, like, on your social media. Yeah, absolutely. So people can, like, uh, know what we're referencing. I wonder if anyone has a tattoo of Lucifer. I bet so. <laughs> I uh, want, you I knowing, you like, do. if this is the most, like, Austinite thing that I've ever said. But I hope there's, like, some sort of, like, Lucifer festival. You know, like, how I know. we have, like, Eeyore's Eeyore. birthday party and stuff in Austin. Yeah. I hope there's some, like... I want it to be, like, festival. Slayer, like, heavy, heavy <laughs> yeah. metal. Yeah. I hope it's, like, some LARP festival. That would be dope. Just, oh like, a, a lot of weirdos. I love it. So if there is some sort of Lucifer thing, please let us know. And if there's not, start one. Yeah, seriously. Be a trendsetter. We'll go. If yeah. nothing else, if you want to meet us. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do... <laughs> good. We'll do a really quick palate cleanser for this episode. <coughs> so what I have for you guys today is tell me a very irrational fear you have. Shut up. I was thinking the same fucking thing that we should do an episode on phobias today. Like, as I was turning to come into your neighborhood, I was like, ooh. And I was going to text it. I was like, I'll just tell them when I get there. But yeah, I want to do an episode on phobias because that would be fun. They are. Like, our own phobias, but also, like, maybe just, like, overarching. We can talk more about that later. But I thought that would be fun. So what's, like, a a really (sighs) stupid and irrational fear that you have? Um, One is that I'm going to mistake my um, razor. For my toothbrush. <laughs> They're not even near each other. Oh They're on God. opposite ends of the bathroom. But every time I pick up my tooth, my my razor, I'm like, don't think this is a toothbrush. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love how you have to make, like, a... <laughs> I... She just got so worked it's up. It's irrational. It is. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Y'all don't do that at all. Like, no. suddenly your gums just hurt. You're like, no. <laughs> I can't right. say that I have. Definitely not a razor. Birdie's a weirdo. I don't even... I mean, now I'm more so concerned. Like, why don't I have that fear? Should I have that fear? Should I have that fear? It's like my little monkey brain. It's not happy. Um, Oh, my God. So my irrational fear is that one day I'll just be walking, like, outside where there's not a lot of, like, buildings or trees or anything, and gravity will just stop working. And, like, I'll just float float off the planet. Yes. No, really. And so anytime I go anywhere, there's a lot of open space, like, inciting me. I kind of panic a little bit because I'm like, if this is when gravity stops working, I don't even have a tree to hang on to. Or heavy shoes because you wear those same shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of my shoes. Okay? The mic just, like, turned bright red because I, like, busted out loud into it. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah. And the, okay. 
so it's not <laughs> completely irrational because I was telling this to Michael and I'm I like this so happens when I'm like laying in bed you know and you're just like thinking about stuff right before you fall asleep and I'm always like what if gravity just stopped right now okay nobody can really explain <laughs> gravity say? or why he of course is like that's dumb <laughs> and I'm like no it's you're like it's having really a whole ass not. panic attack <laughs> it's it's a scary thought what about you Jerrica um so I didn't actually, I was having trouble thinking of one, but until you mm-hmm. said that, but mine's the opposite. I have this fear of like sinkholes, which is a very valid fear, but also Absolutely. like, it's one of those things where you get that like lightheartedness in your chest where you're like a little bit nervous when I see like broken up like road. Cause we've had sinkholes like that one in fucking, I yes. mean, I, I saw like one on the bar. bar. There's Just one in like a pier near, like that happened near us in Austin. Um, I think it was towards Georgetown actually. Because, you know, they have the inner space caverns and all that shit out mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. Fucking, there was a oh. single in the middle of, like, a, like, neighborhood, suburb neighborhood. They had a closed down part of the road. It was, like, eating car. And turns out they, like, were going to repair it. And they're like, oh, it's, you know, it'll be a quick fix. Trying to find out they had to stop the whole damn thing. They had to make sure it was stable. Then they had to bring in people, like, cave divers and stuff. There was a whole new cave system. Like, oh, a wow. whole new section of caves. Underneath <laughs> this, literally in the middle of fucking suburbs. <laughs> It's so stressful. I can't. Okay. So now well, I have to think about like coming into contact with just like walk. Can you imagine just driving your car? Like, what caves. the fuck could you do? You couldn't do it's anything. Nothing. You're and literally gonna go. It's those like those fucking it, little creatures from the descent pop up. Stop it! No, quit adding to it. So I'm already battling okay. with the fact that if I'm in a car, like you, it's not like you know when you have those fears. Or you watch those shows where, like, you f- drive into an ocean or, like, you fall off a cliff into water and, you know... Yeah. Did y'all ever watch that show, mm-hmm. um... Was that Fear Factor? No, not Fear Factor. Bear, Gr- um, Bear Grylls? No, it was, like... Well, well, well that. basically it was, like, how to... Worst case scenario, that was what it was called. Oh, Did you okay. ever watch that? I've never even it heard It taught you how to bust out of a trunk. Girl, I have all oh, these okay. skills. We're gonna watch that one day. Bear <laughs> Grylls did the same thing. It teaches you how to bu- get out of a car trunk and then one of them was like if your car goes into the water what should you do you have to wait for the pressure to equalize mm-hmm. around oh, okay. the car and then sense. you bust out the window you're also supposed to keep your seatbelt on yeah so the, the water will tumble but you. what the fuck do you do if the ground disappears birdie what do you do if it's a fucking sinkhole that's it you're just like resolved to dying is it I guess and then now you have to grapple with the fact that you're dead and what the fuck <laughs> is below you are you going into the earth's fucking core like right Anxiety. So that's my irrational fear. Thanks, Savannah. Well, really now glad we're all going to leave each other. I know. We're all going to... I'm going to have to drink some hot tea when you guys leave. But now I also feel like I have two new irrational fears. I've always... I've always Friends. seen... Same thing. Like, every time we would... Because we explored the caves in Georgetown. Yeah. And I remember them being like, oh, this cave system goes all the way underneath I-35. So now when I drive over I-35, oh I God. always think of that. Because, I mean, Thanks you know... <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I'll just leave you with that. Yeah, so you both have to drive <laughs> I, I get cars. to drive on that. Yeah, yeah so. you do. Into the middle of fucking nowhere. I can't wait. Well, okay, I guess that's everything we have for you guys. So I guess we will talk to you spooky bitches later. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, look into more at our website at www.violentdelightspodcast.com. Email us at spooky at violentdelightspodcast.com or check out our Instagram violent underscore delights underscore pod.